Hi, welcome back. My name's Simi Lerner, and this is the podcast where we go through the works and the thoughts and the approach of Rav Shamshin Rafal Hirsch. We're coming up to Pesach, and what we began to do is develop the philosophy of Passover. What ideas are at its root, but not just nice Hashkothic thoughts, but how the symbolic actions that we live out on the day reflect the philosophy, reflect the goal of the festival. And that is so key, specifically as we opened up with the most overarching principle, which is get rid of your chametz. The leavened bread cannot be in your domain. But it's not just you can't eat it, you can't own it, you can't have it, you can't use it, you can't eat it. I mean, it really is pervasive, which is why people spend a long time cleaning their houses. And what we did is we developed Hirsch's approach to why this is such a key idea. And we pointed out why it was more than just a nice idea that Chomets reminds you of the Yetzirah. That has a value, obviously. But if you're trying to find an underlying reason for such a foundational idea, and why is it so foundational? Because the way it's treated in Jewish law is with the utmost severity. It's like looking at Shabbos and Melacha on Shabbos, which we developed a few weeks earlier. The reasoning has to be as foundational as how it is treated. And Rav Hirsch draws us into the story, draws us into the narrative of Chometz. What was Chometz in brief? Well, Chometz is what represents a person who has time. You bake bread, you let it rise, your time is your own. And in brief, if you take that approach to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, to the exodus of Egypt, in essence a person saying, I had time, I left Egypt. But the whole narrative, the whole point of the story of the Jews being taken out of Egypt is that God took us out of Egypt. That the whole example I gave of Spartacus kicking down the doors of his oppressor is not the story. That's a lovely story, but it isn't the Jewish story. The Jewish story is we were taken out with purpose. Moshe wasn't the gladiator. No, he was a teacher. The point here is so key that it has to be looked through the lens as being taken out. You are taken out because there is a purpose. It wasn't just freeing slaves, as it's often put by Isaiah Berlin, the idea that it's not just we're interested in this negative freedom of freedom from. The whole principle of the Jewish story is that we went out with purpose. God wasn't just freeing slaves, because there were plenty of people who were still slaves, and still are slaves today. The purpose was what the mission will be. So... If a person eats chametz on Pesach, they're saying, I came out. There was no being taken out. I wasn't dependent. I was independent. I had chametz. I, I, I was able to wait. My time was my own. That is what chametz represents. And to have that in your home undermines this very principle. This very principle of dependence. Of that we came out, we came out with purpose in mind. Now, if we take that idea... But then we look at how Chomets is treated on a down-to-earth level. Rav Hirsch develops the symbolism in a far more profound way. He builds off it. And I want to build off this in a very specific way. Rav Hirsch looks at the whole experience of Mitzrayim as illustrating three ideas that he sees play themselves through from the bris bain Habasarim with Avram all the way to the persecution in Egypt, to the Makkas, all the way to our lives today. What do I mean by that? We've got this idea of Chometz, which represents independence, that we have to reject. Rav Hirsch sees how we treat Chometz, bringing to mind the entirety 
of the oppression. So when I refrain from chametz, my act of refraining brings to mind the very oppression that I was under that God took me out from. And that makes it a, a fuller picture. What do I mean by this? There are three areas that a Jew has to refrain from having chametz in his house. And I'm going to use the metaphor of an alert, meaning it's not just remember this, it's not just embody it, it's not just act it out, it's it literally, you are on alert for this in your house. And in three domains, what's known as loyimotze, you're not allowed to own it, you're not allowed to find it, it's not allowed to be in your possession. It's osabahadna, meaning you can't use it, and isachila, you're not allowed to eat it. So you have possession, benefit, and eating. Now those three ideas, those three halachic categories that chametz fits into in your home, that it cannot be, fit into the three aspects of the Golas Mitzrayim. And for Rav Hirsch, they were promised to Avram at the very beginning. There was the idea of Gerus, we would be strangers, Avdus, we would be enslaved, and Inui, we would be in pain. And this idea, this, this three principles that came with us throughout the exile, Gerus, Avdus, and Inui. Estrangement, slavery, and suffering. Rav Hirsch sees not only play themselves out, which is a different discussion, throughout the Makkas, and also the way the the, the statements of Geula, of Hashem will take us out of Mitzrayim, they all play into this pattern. But Rav Hirsch sees it play out itself in Chometz as well. Gerus, being a stranger, is your lack of property. That's lo yimotze. You're not allowed to have it. You're not allowed to own it. You don't have a place. That is a stranger. That is Gerus. Servitude, Avdus, Rav Hirsch sees played out in Asabahana. You have something. You're not allowed to benefit from it. That is the takeaway of your freedom. You, you got it, but you can't benefit from it. That is the aspect of Avdus being played out in Chometz. So you have Gerus, the estrangement, meaning you have no possessions. You're not allowed to own it. Hana, benefit. You own something. You have it. You cannot use it. You see it in the street. You're not allowed to use it. You lose that right. You lose that freedom. And Achila, satisfaction, enjoyment. That is also taken away from us in reference to Chometz. And that gives over the principle of inui, of pain, of suffering. So to recap this idea, the three areas that Jewish law tells us to refrain from chametz, those three areas bring to mind the actual servitude itself, the actual exile itself. So when we refrain from chametz, testifying to this principle that this servitude we were in, we weren't independent. We were dependent on God to take us out. The whole experience of Mitzrayim is baked into it, is baked into that very principle of chametz. So why can't you eat chametz? You can't eat chametz on Pesach because chametz on Pesach represents our independence, which we didn't have when we left Mitzrayim. Chametz is leavened, it allows, you have time, you bake bread. That wasn't where we were at when we left Mitzrayim. How is this lived out in our daily lives today? It's laid out in a form of a alert system that we have to be aware of these three areas that we cannot have chametz in our house and each one of these areas remind us of what we were taken out of 
We were taken out of Geirus, we were taken out of Avdus, and we were taken out of Inui. That is Chometz on Pesach. In our next episode, we will develop Rav Hirsch's approach to Matzah in his classic work, Chorev. Have a lovely week.